Hello guys, this is Teriyaki. Welcome back for another episode of Teriyaki Chicken Nugget. So last episode, that was actually my first time doing a podcast fully on my own. And here's the sad part. I talked for 45 minutes talking to my phone, trying to record my podcast by myself. And I edited the podcast. Turns out there's only 20 minutes left. And it's like, how am I going to talk to myself for 45 minutes and get only 20 minutes left? It's less than half the length. It's really sad. <laughs> and I do enjoy the editing part, truly. It's fun to see your content really come out in more of a refined form. But still... Maybe it's just me talking about a bunch of bullshit or nonsense with a lot of filler words because I do use a lot of filler words, which I really want to fix. Using a lot of filler words isn't really good because it kind of makes you sound a little uneducated or stupid, if anything. It's just my personal opinion, but I do believe like if I said like like too much, like, you know, that's going to make me like really, really like stupid. So... <laughs> I really want to avoid that, and I think doing podcast really is helping me kind of overcome that problem because I get to hear myself actually talk, and I kind of get to make it better. Since this week started, I started doing this one-month British English challenge, and I named it myself. <laughs> I've always wanted to be able to do British accent, and I never really got the chance to actually commit myself to that, but then I somehow thought maybe it'll be interesting to just practice it for a month and see how my accent turns out. And in fact, I should be doing this podcast in British accent because that's the whole part of the challenge, but I'm not gonna do it because my British accent is terrible. I can do a little bit, but I can't do it well. Without disturbing your ears, I'm not going to talk in British accent today. <laughs> do you guys hear how bad it is i have this feeling that british people sound smarter or anyone that speaks in british accent sounds smarter than people that are like me i'm not shitting on people that speak american accent because i think it's totally fine and in fact that's what i've been studying but still it sounds so fancy and smarter and more refined. I want to sound a little more classy. I'm not gonna do this British accent thing anymore in this episode because I really think this is horrible. And I think mastering two different accents can be a good thing to a certain degree. Maybe I can trick people. <laughs> not that I ever have an opportunity to do it to anyone. This actually leads to the main topic of today pronunciation. Where do I even start? I think there's so many factors when it comes to pronunciation in English. And I know a lot of Japanese people struggle with pronunciation because of multiple reasons, which I'm going to talk about today. I want, I want to say before we actually get into this episode, I want to say that 
you don't have to sound like an American just because that's what you learn at school, especially in Japan. I think you can have your own accent, and I think having your own accent becomes a part of your identity. And I also know that there's a bunch of accent in the world, and it's there's nothing wrong with having your accent. But even so, if you want to master good pronunciation to sound like American or British or Australian, then maybe I could be your help this time. Even though I'm pretty confident with my pronunciation in American accent, I do have a bit of an Asian accent here and there, and I think that you guys can hear it too. But I want to sound as best as I can. Before I actually explain how to make your pronunciation better, I'm going to explain pros of having good pronunciation. I'm not saying that you need to sound like an American or British, because that's what you know native speakers sound like. But I'm just saying I'm gonna talk about and explain、uh, pros of having good pronunciation. First and foremost, I think if you speak good English and proper pronunciation, people will understand you easily. If you're not a native speaker, you could make a lot of pronunciation mistakes, which Can lead to miscommunication, which you want to avoid. Your impression could change depending on your accent, and I'm not condoning someone to judge people by their accent, but it's true. I actually looked it up on online, and BBC said studies have shown that it can take just thirty milliseconds of speech enough to say hello. For listeners to identify a person's ethnic or cultural background as being different from their own and make snap judgments about the kind of person they might be, whether positive or negative. So, if you want to give people the right impression, I think you can really benefit from、uh, getting your accent right. It says that this ingrained linguistic prejudice has led to studies showing that people consistently rate those with standard accents or prestige accents as being more competent, intelligent, effective communicators, and better suited to high-status professional jobs. And I don't think that you need to have like American accent. To just like make friends or talk to foreigners,、um, I mean foreigners by people that are not from Japan. By the way, when it comes to things like getting a job, you want to give people the right impression. You want to sound or you want to come off as professional. I'm really not saying that people should judge, but I'm saying the research have shown that this is actually true. That people judge people by their accent. And I kind of understand because when you hear someone with a very very heavy accent, you kind of think in your head that oh maybe this person doesn't really quite understand English, which may not be true. And I'm really not encouraging people to do this, but this is a sad truth apparently. The third point I want to make is if you pronounce words correctly, it'll help you understand English better. What I think about this is that. Because you can pronounce the word correctly, when you hear it, you understand. But if there's a disconnect between how people actually pronounce and the way you pronounce, chances are higher that you might not quite get the word. For you to、uh, gain your vocab, it'll definitely make it easier for someone to understand and catch the word if you can say or pronounce the word correctly. 
And the last thing is that obviously it avoids misunderstandings, like I said earlier. And I'm actually going to list out the common pronunciation mistakes、um, later in the episode. So, with all the reasons to have good pronunciation, here's a little bit of steps to make your pronunciation better.、Um, this is just my theory and my thought, so you don't really have to think like, oh, this is what I have to do, but I'm just saying. I think there's three important steps to get your pronunciation better. First of all, I think the most important thing is getting the syllables right. Second, you need to know the IPAs, International Phonetic Alphabets. And third, you need to listen. And I'm gonna break down each part. So, first, the syllables. For those of you who don't know what syllables are, this is、um, onsetsu in Japanese. And the definition of a syllable. They said every language manifests a particular way of combining its sounds to form meaningful words or parts of words called syllables. And I know that in Japanese, each alphabet has one syllable, so you basically pronounce it as it's spelled. However, in English, that is not always the case, so you see the word with four letters, but it only has one syllable or two syllables. And you can see the word with multiple letters, but it could still have three syllables or maybe one syllable. So I think it's an idea that can be a little confusing for、uh, non native speakers. And the reason why I emphasize is that even if you didn't have like perfect American English accent, if you get the syllables right, people are still going to understand you. But if you get the syllables wrong, I think other people are gonna have difficulty trying to understand you. So, for you to make your English a little more understandable for other people, I would recommend practicing to get the syllables right. So, the way to identify syllable is that you find a vowel in a word like A, E, I, O, U, and sometimes Y, and we decide syllables by sound, not spelling. And I think this is where IPA comes in handy. You look at the words and you see the IPA, and it has the alphabet for vowel sound. And then you get the syllables. I'm gonna explain it later because it's really hard to explain right now. And I wish I could show you some pictures or anything like that, but then I can't because this is a podcast. And this is also one of the reasons why I should do YouTube. But so the English language has up to 20 vowel sounds. Those 20 vowel sounds are everywhere in words. Let's say a word goal, G O A L, and it has two vowel alphabets in the word, but actually there's only one vowel sound in a word goal. So it only has one syllable. I'm gonna give you guys examples of words with multiple syllables, starting from one syllable word. Some of the one syllable words are life, love, heart, near, and fish. And I think it's really easy to get one syllable words because it's really not that hard. It's Oftentimes, really short. It's not going to be that hard identifying those words. And here we go with the words with two syllables: pizza, princess, 
freedom, fourteen, and language. And I'm gonna break it down. Pizza has two syllables, and the where it's, I guess, cut is that pits, and in between pits and sa, so pits sa pizza. It kind of goes like that. And for princess, it's princess. Freedom, freedom, fourteen, fourteen. Language, language. And two syllable words are not as hard either. Words with three syllables. Attention, banana, connection, curious. Difficult, and so for attention, here goes at, tension, attention. Banana is an easy one, obviously, because it just goes banana. Connection, con, neck, shan, connection. Curious, curious, curious. Difficult, diff. Difficult, difficult. Words with four syllables: degenerate, dictionary, obligation, persecution, and television. So for degenerate, we have d, gen, er, eight, degenerate. Dictionary, dictionary. Dictionary. Obligation. 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 Persecution. 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 Television. 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 Words with five syllables. Choreography. Geometrical, terminology, physiologist, electrocution, choreography, 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 geometrical, 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 terminology, ter, me, null. O G, terminology, physiologist, phys, e, l, o, gist, physiologist, electrocution, e, lek, tro, cution, electrocution, and I think a、uh, words with five syllables is you know everywhere, but then. When it comes to words with like six syllables or seven syllables, that's where it gets a little bit more complicated, and you see a lot of technical terms or medical terms which you don't really need, I guess. But here are some examples of words with six syllables. Academically, adaptability, capitalization, veteran. <laughs> Veterinarian, vet. So for academically, ac, a, dem, e, cal, li, 
academically. Adaptability, a d a p t a b l e t adaptability. Capitalization, cap e t a l i z a t i o n capitalization. Veterinarian, vet er e ner e n veterinarian. I really don't like pronouncing veterinarian because, like, it's so hard to pronounce, and I hate saying this word, which I think is why people just call it vet. Whenever you look at the word, make sure that you look at IPA and how many syllables it has. If you were to say degenerate in Japanese accent, that's probably gonna be like degenerate, <laughs> which probably has like degenerate. Six syllables and really only has four syllables, so make sure to get the syllables right, and I think you're good. And the next point that I want to make is mastering IPA international phonetic sounds. I think that it's underrated that people don't really learn it. International phonetic alphabet is the alphabet that describes the sound of words, even though most words are pronounced as they're spelled. I also think there's a lot of words that are pronounced differently than how it's spelled, so knowing the IPAs can really help you. Consonants are kind of easy to understand. What's hard in IPA is that. Getting vowel sound, and it has a lot of variety. Like I said, there's twenty or so, so it'll be definitely beneficial for sure if you knew them. You may not know how the word is pronounced, but if you look at IPA, then you know. If you have like a basic understanding of how each word sounds, and you refer it to IPAs, and I think you can kind of get it. Make sure to study it. Because I'm sure it's gonna help you. The last point I want to make is you need to listen to yourself speak. What I really recommend doing is that you record yourself talk and you listen to it, and you repeat that process and slowly fix your pronunciation so that you can sound better. The fundamental part of learning pronunciation is that you surround yourself with a lot of English. Listen to the accent that you want to speak. And you don't really have to pay attention to what the person is saying, but as much as you listen to it, your brain is slowly gonna get used to it, which is ultimately gonna make it easier for you to pronounce the word or process the word in your brain. And then I listen to myself talk, and then I point out the mistakes that I've made, and I just fix it. We're gonna move on to common pronunciation mistakes. Close. I've heard a lot of people pronounce this as clothes, and if it's clothes that you put on, like attire, then it should be pronounced as clothes. And also, French decent words: colleague, technique, brunette, champagne, chic, cliche, omelet. It's not colligu. <laughs> it's not technique. It's technique. It's not brunette. Brunette. It's not champagne. It's champagne. Chic. Not chic. Not cliche. It's cliche. It's omelet rather than omelette. <laughs> so be careful with the words that came from French because the spelling is a little different and unique. Vowel length. Depending on 
the length of the vowel you make. The word can be a completely different meaning, like sheep and ship, peach and pitch, uh, seek and sick, leak and lick, sit and seat, and there are some words that can be quite offensive if you mispronounce it, such as、um, sheet and shit, peace and piss, and beach and bitch. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are okay with this, but please make sure to pronounce the word that you're trying to pronounce so that you wouldn't offend people unconsciously. <laughs> So, make sure to say it long if that's what you're trying to say. And also, next thing I want to share is the word stress changing depending on whether it's a noun or a verb. For example, record and record. Record is a verb and record is a noun. Suspect and suspect. So, suspect is a verb form and suspect is the noun. And addict and addict. Addict is a verb and addict is the noun. So you get addicted to sugar and you become a sugar addict. Conflict and conflict. Conflict is the verb form and conflict is a noun. Increase and decrease. Insult and insult. Insult is the verb form and insult is a noun. Present. Present. Present is a verb. Present is a noun. The last one I have here is protest and protest. So, protest is a verb and protest is a noun. So, if you put an emphasis at the top, such as like record,、uh, suspect, addict, conflict, decrease, insult, present, protest, then it becomes. A noun. If you put an accent, letter, like record, suspect, addict, conflict, decrease, insult, present, and protest, then it becomes a verb. Some words can really change the definition depending on the word stress, and I'm going to share some of that right now. So the first one we have here is address. So, address is a noun, it's the place you live. Address is when you try to tell something. The next one here is content and content. Content is something that you create, such as podcasts or YouTube videos, maybe photography, something like that. But content is the state that you are full in a state of peaceful happiness. So, you're happy. So, Depending on where you put the stress, the definition of the word can change. So I think you should be careful with that. Next thing I want to talk about is the ch sound. And I think the most common words that has ch sound is、uh, beach, challenge, approach, check, and choke. But、uh, the spelling of ch can also have. S, H sound, and K sounds,、uh, in which you see in words like chic, chef, nonchalant, mustache, niche. And for the K sound, you can see them in words like chemistry, Christmas, psychology, choreograph, technology. 
Do not pronounce mustache as like mustache or mustache. And I also think、um, most Japanese learners have problem with the th sound. So don't confuse th and s especially. So it's think, not sink. It's thick, not sick. Faith instead of face. Fourth instead of force. Math instead of mass. And thong instead of song. And I think、uh, people can confuse it with the D sound as well. So they instead of day. Breathe. Instead of breed, though, instead of dough, wordy, instead of worthy, and this, instead of this, and also V and B sound, boat and vote, best and vest, very and very, ban and van. The next one is. Probably the most confusing one. L and R identification. And I think personally, the most confusing one is ro, lo, ra, la. <laughs> so, ro, as in tier or line, it's ro, but lo, as in like high and low, it's low. So, make sure to get them right. It's ro and lo. Raw, as in something is uncooked. Law, as in like court,、uh, lawyer, law, it's raw and law. So do not confuse those four. It's row, low, raw, law. <laughs> also, right and light, arrive and alive, fry and fly, wrong and long. Correct and collect. I think I feel like I've always been good at pronouncing words though, and I think the biggest reason is that I, since I was little, I learned music and I, I took piano lessons, and I think that's one of the reasons why, because like I listen to words and I think about it in my brain, and I just go, okay, so I should make you know try to make this sound in my mouth and. I try it over and over till I get the right pronunciation, and I think you should do it too until you get the right pronunciation. And for that, you need to record yourself talking. You you have to listen to it, and you just repeat. For Japanese learners specifically, do not put hiragana or katakana so that you can read it. So this is why you should know IPAs, so you know how to pronounce those words instead of just writing down katakana, so that you can read them. Once you put katakana on words to guide you, kind of pronounce the word, your brain sort of goes, okay, so this is how I should pronounce it. So you are going to pronounce them in katakana, making the syllables fucked up. Writing them down in katakana is not going to help you get the syllables. So make sure to. Do it in IPAs. So yeah, it was just me trying a bunch of different pronunciation and explaining the syllables. Next week, I want to talk about culture, and I really want to like get deeper too. I have been talking about learning English in the last episode and this episode too. 
um, let me know if you guys have any questions about anything. It could be about learning language, especially English, because I can't really talk about Jap like learning Japanese, and I wish I could. But if I was to do it, I'm probably gonna have to have someone here so that they can talk about it. I really want to have more guests on my episode because talking on my own is so hard and. I really could use a hand or two. So if you guys want to come on the show, please let me know and we can kind of talk it out. And if you have a specific topic that you want me to talk about or you want to talk about, you can let me know and I will consider it. This is it for this week. I hope that you guys enjoyed it or found it somewhat helpful. So, my Instagram is at teriyaki chicken nugget. Go follow me. I have This is where I post IPA stuff. So if you're interested, make sure to check it out. And for Twitter, it is teriyaki underscore ENG as in English, which I have not tweeted at all yet, but I will. And see you in the next episode. Bye.